Hey, everybody, real quick announcement before we start the show today. I made a little bit of a production mistake and did not address the Todd Gurley injury early enough in the podcast. We didn't get to it until uh, the Rams-Cardinals preview, which is the last game we previewed. So if you own Todd Gurley or if you're looking at John Kelly or C.J. Anderson and you want to know what to do, please skip ahead to uh, about an hour and three minutes or so into the podcast. Uh, The time code will be in the description for the Rams-Cardinals preview. My apologies. Let's get to the show. This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. Here we go! Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Here we go! We're here to help you win the ultimate bragging rights, a fantasy title. Let's go! Now, here's Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. It is Friday. It is December 21st. We are talking about eight NFC home games. Welcome to Fantasy Football Today. It is Heath's last show of the year. What do you mean, Raw? Raw. What? Oh, Sunday night! <laughs> no. Well, wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah. When's New Year's? What? Uh, moron. Yeah, that's pretty stupid. Idiot, Idiot moron. Idiot moron of the yeah, week. Yeah. Okay, well, I, I, okay, he'll be here Sunday night. It is his penultimate show of the year. Uh, we have a good luck player for everybody to pick up that Dave wants to talk about. We have uh, news and notes, including some defensive injuries that might be pretty impactful. Damon Harrison is missing practice. What does that mean for the Vikings? What does that mean for Kirk Cousins? Um, we'll we'll talk about the weather if we have to, and do the startle meter and get to the games. Let's recap. It's it's Friday. Let's recap last night's game, guys. Do you think James Harden did the right thing, or should he have taken that game winning shot? You gotta shoot it. Shoot or shoot. Yeah, but he was covered. I think he did the right thing. Big win for the Heat. One hundred one ninety nine. I was a little disappointed in the NBA. You have your first spotlight Thursday night without football and Rockets Heat and Mavericks Clippers. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't, I don't really care. <laughs> I used to watch the NBA. Those are the Knicks fans. Yeah, yeah. I watch them. Dave, are who's you, our... uh, uh, what? What would, what would the phrase be? Something for Zion? Oh. Dying well, there's a, Zion. there's a song, I think, called Marching for Zion by Lauren Hill or something. So maybe it's that. Dave, who's our good luck player that you're picking up in your leagues? This used to be Tim Tebow. Right. Once upon a time, it was Tim Tebow. Uh, This is a player that you're not going to start, obviously. It's just a good luck charm for your bench. And I've known that this was going to be my good luck player since March when he signed with his new team and changed his jersey number and did his My Cause, My Cleats campaign to uh, honor the victims of the Stoneman Douglas High School tragedy. Oh. And that's Alan Hearns of the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I, I I think that he did something really nice, and he's doing things to bring light to a terrible situation. And he's making donations to the Stoneman Douglas Fund. I'm going to make another donation to the Stoneman Douglas Fund with some of my winnings in my fantasy championships this year. And I'm going to win my leagues with Alan Hearns on my bench. <laughs> Not the one where we're head-to-head. Not the one where we're head-to-head. Do you know why? I just looked. Cause Cause some, oh, you were trying else. to pick him up already? No, I was looking league? to see if you did it already. No. So one league, yeah, that's the one I'm going to lose is to Jamie. <laughs> because we did an auction. When was that? Like early August we did the auction. Yeah. Uh, and Can I guess? Who? Who picked him? Michael Kaiser. No. Oh. Jeff Tobin. Put Alan Hearns on his team, and he never took him off. So I can't get Alan Hearns in that league. But I've already picked him up in the league where I'm playing Heath. So Heath, congratulations on finishing in second. 
And uh, that's it. So Alan Hearns is my guy. You can pick whoever you want, whoever you think will bring you good luck. But we can ride together with Alan Hearns on the bench. Okay, guys. I won week 16 because I started blank. And then I lost week 16 because I started blank. Last week we did this with with only I lost week, week 15. And Jamie and I both said uh, Aaron Jones. And, yeah, I, I did lose one of my week 15 matchups because I started Aaron Jones. All right, who are you, like, so pumped that you're starting that you are going to win a championship because you started him? Go. Nick Chubb. Oh, yeah, he's in my uh, FanDuel.com slash FFT lineup. Nick Chubb. He's going to be in everybody's daily lineup. He should be. Um, Chris Carson for me. Oh, okay. I think you have him sixth or something like that. Yeah, very excited about him. I have a, a tough choice if Gurley is out. Because it's a league where you play one running back and then two flexes. So right now, one of my flexes is, uh, I'm sorry, one flex. So my one flex is Nick Chubb. If Gurley's out, my tough choice will be between Carson and Philip Lindsay, and I like Carson better. Okay. Wow. They both have great matchups. Heath, who are you pumped that you're starting this week? I'm just looking through my teams. I'm really not fine. I may not win any games because I'm not that excited about any of them. <laughs> Oh, this is a bad thing. Well, you you uh, you would really benefit from Todd Gurley's absence if that were to happen, as I recall. That's yes. true. I will say Travis Kelsey. Okay. Because I, it turns out that he is on uh, four of my five hey. teams in the championship. So. Did we agree to a bet in our game, Heath? We did not. Would you like to have a wager on our game? Jamie and I wagered $10 in our game. Okay. Um, yes. What? Absolutely. Okay. Money or something for the podcast or? Well, I'd, I mean, if we do something for the podcast, we have to put a date time on it. So it expires. <laughs> I agree. It's got to so be we don't like have to wait immediately until after. For, uh, yeah. But, um, yeah, we can, we can discuss this. All right. Okay. Yeah. Let us know. We'll have something. We'll discuss something and announce it on the mailbag show later today. All right. Perfect. And uh, I got a bet with you too, Adam, right? Didn't we talk about that yesterday? Yeah. What was the bet though? Cause we're not facing I don't, each other. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, and uh, I am excited. I am going to win Week 16 because I started Marlon Mack in all three of my leagues. I lost Week 16 because I started. Who are you nervous about starting, but you feel like you just absolutely have to? I was going to say Marlon Mack, who I have on two of my teams. And I'm just a little bit nervous. Really? It's either Todd Gurley or Keenan Allen for me. Yeah. I am nervous about benching David Johnson, which I'm doing in one of my leagues. I'll tell you what. I'm scratch that. Damian Williams, who I'm starting in multiple leagues. I think he's going to be the guy for Kansas City. Why wouldn't he be after his last game? Even if, if, he, if he ends up splitting a little too much or being a dud, uh, my teams are going to go down. That's one I hope we find out Sunday morning. Oh, about Spencer Ware? Yeah, because I could see a situation where he's a game-time decision. They're going to warm him up, see how he goes. He's been limited in practice for the last two days. And so if he gets another limited practice session in, he'll be listed as questionable. And then a lot of people are going to say, oh, I'll roll the dice on Damian Williams and Spencer. Where's the guy? Yeah, I've got uh, – I think we talked about this team three weeks in a row now that it still should should not still be alive, but somehow it is. I've got Melvin Gordon I'm starting. I'm probably starting Mark Ingram on Sunday. And then I've got one spot left, and I have Damian Williams, Spencer Ware, Josh Adams. But you're in good uh, shape, though. Yeah, both. Yeah, but if Ware plays, I don't want to play Ware. Well, you play whichever one you like best. Yeah. But at least you waited out. I would like for Ware to not play. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the best case scenario. Uh, it could be a mess, I guess, if both of them play. Um, what was the uh, yeah, Heath? Why you uh, why you kill my Marlon Mack buzz? That was uh, one of the last games we previewed on yesterday's show, so some may not have heard it. But I thought we were all pretty on board with Marlon Mack. 
Oh, I'm on board starting him. He just feels like the type of guy who had a big game last week, and then he's going to let me down in the championship. Mm. Especially now that I know that you have him on every team. <laughs> I mean, I guess I see where you're coming from. He's been pretty inconsistent. Uh, just the matchup. All right, news and notes, and there's a lot of them. Uh, Cameron Jordan said Big Ben is not a top five quarterback of his era. As someone who is starting Ben Roethlisberger, I love it. Bring it on. Let's uh, yeah, let's show that's him. That's probably true, right? He might be fifth. I mean, he's not Breeze, Manning, Brady, well, what's or, his or Rodgers. If we look at over the course of his career, he's played since 2004. Um, he's behind Brady. He's behind Peyton. Brady, Rodgers, Peyton, Breeze. and Breeze, and, and then who? There have been 40 quarterbacks to throw 2,000 passes in that time span. He's 10th in quarterback rating. Yeah, behind who? Rodgers, yeah. Manning, Wilson, Breeze, Brady, Romo, Rivers, Cousins, Ryan. Yeah, he's better than all of them except the four I mentioned. He's fifth. As better than Philip Rivers? I know yeah. he's accomplished more in the postseason. Than he's Phillip a better Rivers. quarterback than Philip Rivers. I mean, if you just look at resume, Roethlisberger's better than, than Rivers. However, well, you, yeah, I mean, if you're if we're Team QB wins and giving him the Super Bowls, then yeah. I think that he's yeah, definitely course, so a, definitely level. a top five quarterback. I think he, I think probably Cam Jordan was looking at it more from quarterbacks I want to face. Oh yeah, well I think he'd probably rather face Ben than Rivers. Well, well a lot of defensive guys like to face Ben because you can hit Ben. Cam you Jordan, sack Ben, but you hit Ben. Cam Jordan also put Eli Manning ahead of Ben Roethlisberger, so I don't know that Cam Jordan is the best source for ranking. So there, there's four guys for sure. Eli Manning is 27th on that list. Also, there is a quarterback who played seven years of that stretch, uh, Brett Favre. Uh, yeah, I would say that's a, that's a, that's an interesting one. All right, more more important news and notes. Christian McCaffrey missed practice. Uh, they say just for rest, he's fine. LeSean McCoy and Chris Ivory both practice. They're at New England. Quick, quick. They're going to play, and we're not going to start any Bills. Okay. Melvin Gordon expected to play. We know that. Wide receiver news, Odell Beckham missed practice. Not looking good, right? No. Uh, in case this is the last time we get to talk about it, uh, we'll update it on the mailbag. We'll know We'll know Beckham's practice uh, uh, schedule on Friday by the time we do the mailbag. Uh, Tyler Boyd missed practice. Not looking good, right? No. John Ross was limited in practice. My goodness, the uh, Bengals have nothing except for Mixon. Keenan Allen expected to play. Deshaun Jackson returned to practice. What's the impact there? We'll preview that game, but what's the quick impact of Deshaun Jackson looking like he's going to play this week at Dallas? Looks like he's going to play. Yeah, what's the fantasy it's, impact? I guess for for Jameis, for Humphreys, Godwin, whatever it might be. I mean, it, you just, it's a downgrade to Godwin, mostly. Yep. Okay. And I guess it helps Jameis, but not enough to make you consider starting him. Low-end streamer. That's the nicest thing I can say. We know Josh Gordon's not playing. Cordell Patterson missed practice for the Patriots. Uh, apparently with an illness, so it doesn't seem like it's serious, but something to just keep an eye on. That would obviously help Chris Hogan even more. What do you think he had, the Spilkies? <laughs> uh, who knows? Maybe he got nauseous over the Josh Gordon news. Could be. Randall Cobb missed practice. He's got the concussion that he's dealing with. Jordan Reed's not going to play this week. That's your tight end note. Offensive line, couple items. Green Bay right tackle Brian Bulaga looks like he will play, which is great news for Brett or Aaron Rodgers at the Jets. Did you just say Brett Favre? Well, we were just talking about Brett Favre. <laughs> Brett Favre. Goodness. My bad. Uh, what else we got? Oh, it's New Orleans. So hopefully Teron Armstead plays this week, their left tackle. Because if he doesn't play, they might not have their backup left tackle, Jermon Bushrod. And Max Unger was limited on Thursday, which is a good sign. They're, they're a very good center. 
All right, defensive notes. So Xavier Howard is trending in the right direction. Looks like he has a good chance to play against the Jaguars. We like that. Philadelphia hoping to get defensive tackle Timmy Jernigan and middle linebacker Jordan Hicks back this week. That could help them against Lamar Miller. Uh, Damon Harrison mispractice, and I think this is the most significant defensive injury, guys, unless I'm missing one. But he has missed two practices now. Detroit's defensive tackle, we know how much of a difference he makes. And do you does this matter for you when you rank not only Dalvin Cook, but Kirk Cousins as well? Dalvin Cook, 100%. Yes. Yeah. Not Cousins. No. Yeah, the, the reason I say Cousins and something I just, you know, stumbled upon previewing the game is that since Damon Harrison came aboard, teams are throwing a lot more against the Lions. He just, yeah. So just want to confirm that. Yes. So um, quarterbacks averaged 27.75 pass attempts per game against the Lions before Harrison. 34.2 pass attempts per game since Harrison. That makes sense. They were able to run the ball a lot better before that. So, all right, we'll we'll talk about that. Uh, Alec Ogletree has a concussion for the Giants. He's their best linebacker. Marlon Mack! Uh, Kenny Vaccaro and Jarrell Casey appear likely to play this week for the Titans, who are a top DST. That's good. Kansas City cornerback Kendall Fuller could play despite having wrist surgery last weekend. And Seattle linebacker K.J. Wright was limited in practice. He's hoping to play. He has played three games this year. And if you're looking for how uh, K.J. Wright has affected their run defense, they were great against Carrion Johnson, and then they gave up like seven yards per carry to Melvin Gordon and Todd Gurley the next two games. Probably not much to take away there, but... K.J. Wright could make a difference, I guess, in that game against Kansas City. Any other injuries I'm missing, guys? Uh, any? You know, I think I think the fact that the Bears are without two important pieces of their secondary, their slot cornerback and their safety, is pretty important. This is a bad spot for the Bears, too. You think it's a trap game? I think it is. We'll find out a lot about them if they end up whiffing here like they did against the Giants. I don't think it's going to happen, but... Well, they didn't have their quarterback. Yeah, they didn't have their, yeah, their exactly. quarterback. Like, yeah. I think Trubisky will help them out. Any weather updates we need to know about? Sorry, Dave. Any weather? Um, I apologize. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> any, uh, any weather issues this weekend? Not that I'm aware of. Uh, I did have somebody express concern about Mahomes because it might rain in Seattle. What? <laughs> <laughs> So I, I I typically I've said this a million times I don't look at weather like until the day before. All right, I am pulling up uh, our our good friend uh, Kevin Roth's weather forecast. Chance of snow in Cleveland, but no wind. Oh, that would be great for Nick Chubb. Low end chance of rain in San Francisco, no wind. Rain likely in Seattle, but not heavy. Worst weather of the week. Sit your Raiders. Good chance of rain. Winds around 15 miles per hour sustained. All right, Broncos DST. That's on Monday against the Broncos. Broncos huh? DST looks looks better, if that's true, right? But, again, I, I'm with Dave. I, I, I usually look at weather on Sunday morning. Okay, well then just watch Fantasy Football Today on CBS Sports HQ on Sunday morning. That's a good idea. A couple other things you can do. You can listen to our radio show on Saturday night. It'll be Heath and uh, myself uh, tomorrow night, Saturday night, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern on CBS Sports Radio until midnight, taking your phone calls. I'd love for you to call in uh, for Week 16. I have no doubt uh, that we'll get plenty of calls. Week 17, that's a great time to call in. Oh, we're going to have a lot of stuff fun playing for that show. Are we? 
Oh yeah, we're gonna have to. That's the one show we actually have to like plan stuff because um, we don't have f- full board of calls the entire time. But but we do have a show week sixteen and seventeen. It's on CBS Sports Radio, cbsportsradio.com, and you can listen to it on channel two hundred six on Sirius. We'll go over all of our uh, 2019 expectations. Yeah, we'll do a lot of that. Um, Week 17 for this podcast will be business as usual, except no mailbag and no Sunday night recap. But we'll have waiver wire, fun Wednesday show, and starter sit. And uh, FanDuel.com slash FFT. Join that contest. FanDuel.com slash FFT. Let's do the start-o-meter for Fantasy Week 16. Some of the games that we're going to get to a little bit later in the show. So uh, zero to ten. Ten is an absolute must start. Can't wait to start him. Zero is no way. Start a meter for Tevin Coleman. Uh, Tevin Coleman, guys. Eight. Ten. Ten. Okay. How about Christian McCaffrey in that same game? Twelve. Forty-two. W. All right. So no, no concerns without Cam Newton. I moved him down from two to five. <laughs> I dropped him to like seven. But yeah. That that was the guy that. I was go if I owned Christian McCaffrey in any of the leagues I'm still in w- could have been my answer. I was like afraid he was going to have a bad game, but he's just you know to the uh, the answer to that question earlier you know the, you know what I'm talking about. But yeah, you got to start him. David Johnson against the Rams. Ten. Seven. Seven. Who do you like better, Tevin Coleman or David Johnson? Johnson. Johnson. It's funny, Johnson slightly. Larry Fitzgerald. Seven and a half in PPR, six and a half in non. I do think <laughs> we might have to rewind the tape on the start meter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I think we oh, said a higher yeah. number on Tevin Coleman. But isn't that more like a confidence thing? Isn't that more of like a confidence thing than it is a stat projection? <laughs> yeah, thing? yeah, I thought I thought that's what happened there. Because I think the floor is lower for Tevin Coleman than it is for yes. David Johnson. I don't know. David Johnson's been pretty bad in some recent games. He had three yeah, straight Tevin games. Yeah, Coleman could stink. He's just going to get a lot of opportunities, which is good. It's just a matter of whether or not he can cash in like he did last week. Can he break another long run like he did last you week? You said Larry Fitzgerald? Well, let's let's stay on this. Tevin Coleman, the Panthers have a good run defense, but, you know, it's been, like, not not great lately. They face some very good running backs. They usually give up about 60 rushing yards so they don't get a ton of carries against them, but... Um, they've allowed a rushing touchdown to a running back in six straight games. So that's. Did nice. you mention, and when you talked about defensive players being out, that Shaq Thompson's done? No. The year? He is on injured reserve. That's one of their starting linebackers. Okay. That does, that should help. Uh, all right. Yeah. So, so now we can go to Larry Fitzgerald, I guess. Zero to 10 for Fitzgerald. Six. Four. Dave, 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 Dave retired him yesterday. What, what what did you say, Dave? I I think he might retire. I think there's a very good chance this is his last game in Arizona. Last home game for the Cardinals. So what does that mean for the startometer? I mean, this is not the retire. I like him in PPR. Retiro-meter. I like him in PPR. Seven and a half in PPR. Okay. Uh, Dak Prescott against the Bucks. Five. No field five. Um, four, six. I got to get you my Dak Prescott stat. Wait, five. Okay, Jameis Winston, and then I'll give you the Dak Prescott stat. Same game, Jameis Winston. Four point nine. Four. Uh, two. So we like Dak better than Jameis. I have him back to back, but yes. 
a lot better. Dak Prescott has averaged 33.7 rushing yards per game in seven games without Amari Cooper and 9.6 rushing ga- rushing yards per game in seven games with Cooper. He's not running the ball. I think that makes sense because there's not as many, oh, no, nobody's open, I have to scramble plays because Amari Cooper is generally open. It doesn't mean he's been worse in fantasy. It's just uh, kind of interesting. Uh, a couple more. Dante Pettis. Dante Pettis. Mm, I'll say seven in non-PPR and six in PPR. Seven. Uh, seven for both. He's facing the Bears and the Kansas City running backs. Like, <laughs> This is a real conundrum. It's a Sunday night game. I guess we don't really have to do it because this is the first game we're previewing. But, but um, let, Damian Williams of Spencer Ware is out on the startometer. Nine. Ten. Nine. Damian Williams of Spencer Ware is in. Four. Seven. Four. Spencer Ware. Two. Three. Three. Spencer Ware if he doesn't play. Zero. Uh, a Happy Meal. What's he What's he eating in the stands? <laughs> a Happy Meal, apparently. No, he can't bring that in the stadium. Uh, if he what, doesn't play, what does Spencer wear? What? What? Uh-huh. Question. You go to a game. No, don't don't overlook what I just did. That was funny. <laughs> he wears uh, you know, he wears like his warm ups, like okay. the track suit. You go to a game. What is your go to concession stand meal? Beer. I'm going to a game tomorrow. <laughs> thanks to SeatGeek. <laughs> oh, that's right. Where are you going? I'm going to the Orange Bowl Classic to see the uh, Gators play Florida Gulf Coast. You're all going to a basketball game. Yeah. Fun. What do you anticipate getting in the concession stands? Um, let's see. I'm taking a six-year-old and a four-year-old, so... More beer. Popcorn. <laughs> hot dogs. Chicken fingers. That's it, right? Chicken fingers and fries. It always seems to be the best value and the most delicious. That's that's my go-to. Oh, pickles. No. <laughs> Gotta have pickles. Get a big hot pickle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh <laughs> All right, uh, just one last thing. A lot of people think that we missed Ethan Hunt from Mission Impossible. We did. You No, Chris Towers was correct. We missed the right answer, and it wasn't Ethan Hunt. Yeah, what was it? It's Indiana Jones. <sighs> yeah. I, yeah. It's not, you can't no. – John McClane versus Indiana Jones is not a competition. But I think the thing what? with why everybody likes John McClane is there's no tricks involved. Yeah, like – Right, people's faces don't melt off. Right, or their hearts don't get pulled out. Also, we were having the debate about superhero movies and whether or not they are action movies. Right, right. And I think Batman and Iron Man should yeah. count as action movies. I, you know what? I agree. And, and those, so Iron Man especially. Iron Tony Man Stark should be character. probably in consideration. Oh, there's well, nothing mystical. Batman is much cooler than Iron Man. Iron are Man's you much kidding me? Oh, okay, the, the Christopher Nolan Batman movies are the greatest superhero movies. I agree they are super, but that doesn't mean that Christian Bale's portrayal of Bruce Wayne made him cool. Oh, he's so annoying, Iron Man, he, with all his little snarky comments every five seconds. But that's seconds. what makes him cool. Stupid one yeah, line. I, like, I said, shut snarky up. or snarky? Snarky. Oh, like <laughs> yeah. It's just like, shut up already. I'm just tired of it. I, ah. I don't really like superhero movies all that much. But shocking. I, look, I, these are all great options, but I, I would definitely take John McClane over uh, over over Indiana Jones. You guys, want uh, it? Tony Stark is the pee or pants of action. Yeah, I think I'd probably go Indiana Jones, then Tony Stark or Tony Stark, then Indiana Jones, then John McClane. They're all they're all pretty cool. The dreadful list. I need your number one. So it's Tony Stark for Heath. It's John McClane for me. Dave, Jamie. 
I'll still take John McClain. I'll go Tony Stark. Wow. It's a runoff. I'm going to task you guys to create a Twitter poll and see what the people think. Tony Stark versus John McClain. But first, the people need to know about how to save time and money during the holiday season. The busiest time of the year, you're going to be sending packages all over the place. You want to buy and print official U.S. postage for any letter, any package, any class of mail using your own computer and printer. And how do you do that? You do that with Stamps.com. And an awesome offer that we have for you, go to Stamps.com and click the microphone at the top of the homepage, FFT. That's the code you enter when you click that microphone. These these uh, offers that we're getting from these companies, these sponsors, they're just getting better and better. Stamps.com is giving you a four-week trial plus postage and a digital scale with no long-term commitments. Go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in FFT. What can you do with Stamps.com? Like I said, you can buy and print official posted U.S. posters for anything, and you don't have to go to the post office. You can do this 24-7, obviously. And then the mail carrier is just going to pick up any package you have. So small business owners, anybody busy right now during the holiday season, if you work from home, Stamps.com is great for you. I've used Stamps.com. It's really a brilliant service, and I, and I love it. I think you will too. Go to Stamps.com. Type in FFT when you click the microphone on the top of the homepage and get that four-week trial with postage and a digital scale and no long-term commitments. Stamps.com. Type in FFT. Kansas City. Uh, all right, wait, hold Seattle. on. So I got McLean, Indiana Jones, Tony Stark. Is there a fourth option or no? Just put other? Ethan Hunt, if you want. That seems like... Well, well, because we also had, uh, we had Rambo character? yesterday, too. Yeah, I think Jesse other. ever play an action character? Uh, by definition... Was now you see me an action film or more of a no thriller? Yeah, and Zombieland. That that was kind of actiony, but no, not really. All right, I'll put other. I think I'll you should leave a comment <laughs> just for fun. Don't yeah, just I would vote for Jesse. All right, Kansas City at Seattle. Oh, I got to get a bonanza queued up. This would be the bonanza, but um, I've already used uh, Seattle last week, so we will not use it. Stat of the game number one. How about the two stats of the game for Kansas City-Seattle? They're both about running backs. Stat of the game number one. No running back has scored more than 13 fantasy points in non-PPR or 16 fantasy points in PPR against the Chiefs in their last four games. Good games, not great games against the Chiefs in their last four games. Stat of the game number two. Only one running back in Seattle's last five games has more than 61 rushing yards. The asterisk there is that they get destroyed in the passing game by running backs. Anyway, um, are you shying away from any running backs in this game? No. I mean, the Chiefs guys have both play. Yep. I'm not. I'm going to stick with Damian Williams. I'm going to go with what the track record of Andy Reid has been this year, which is he's given one guy 15-plus carries, and he was a little more effusive than normal in his praise of Williams in his press conferences this week. And Williams is just a much better pass catcher out of the backfield. That's good for this matchup. We've seen him succeed at the goal line, inside the five, etc. I, I think it's going to be Damian Williams. Ooh, Dave, that seems like that just seems like such a risk to take in week seventeen where like what about week, week 16? sixteen where there are good running backs available and you know I don't know, because it could be Spencer, where he didn't do anything to lose that job. He had 15 carries for 75 yards, five catches, 54 yards against the Ravens in Week 14. He was good. Damian Williams was better. Fine, but was he he so much better that that Ware is not going to have a role? I mean, a a significant role? Oh, Ware's going to have a role. Ware will have a role. We're talking about one guy getting 15 
16 touches and another guy probably getting eight to 10. But it could be flipped where those eight to 10 go to what Williams did in the Baltimore game where the touchdowns go to him. I'd be fine with that. If I'm starting Damian Williams, I just want the, I want the money plays. I don't think he likes Damian Williams as a rusher. He did last week. How many carries he have? What do you have? Like 10? He that, had that good. as a rusher. He was good. Uh, he had 10 and six catches. Uh, yeah, I'd be, I, I, it, just, it just feels too messy. And it's a Sunday night game, too. So right. it's a pain in the butt. Um, so All right. And Carson. Yeah. Carson, we love. Do, do you get nervous that Carson. Just just the fact that you guys have him, you know, pretty high, especially you, Jamie, that he doesn't typically. I know he did last week. He doesn't typically catch passes. I do wonder if that was game plan specific. I mean, if there's ever a team to do it against, it's this team. Against the Chiefs? The funny yeah, thing is they, that, have a, they have a great pass rush, so you, you eliminate that with their you know guys getting up the field. The dump-off pass is there. The receiving core for Seattle has been, for the most part, inconsistent all season. But it's not like Chris Carson's been all Gus Edwards in the passing game. Uh, he's, he's 19 catches this year. Nine of them have come in two games against the 49ers. Yeah. That's true, but they're also over the last three weeks. They are. And there's no. It, it, this is totally contingent on Rashad Penny not playing, too. I'll drop him several spots if Penny plays. All right. I, look, the bottom line is I, Chris Carson runs on everyone. And he has either scored a rushing touchdown at each of the last four games he's finished or each of the last five games he's finished. I wasn't sure if he left one early. I know he, I knew he left the Niners game, but there was one before that he may have left early with an injury. Um, and the, the Seahawks just, they run. They well, he, he didn't score against San Francisco. He didn't, but he left that game with an injury. Yeah, he had to broke the dislocated finger. Right. So, so he had 100 total yards. The last four games that he finished, he scored. And he gets a total. Oh, I'm sorry, yes. Um, Mike Davis, any interest in him as a as a flex? Absolutely in PPR. In PPR, yes. Okay. okay. Like, do we buy him as a pass catcher? Yes. Yeah. Sure, he can do it. I Like, I don't necessarily think that he is a great pass catching option, but... I buy that Seattle thinks that he's their best. This is going to be one of the toughest teams to figure next year. If um, if Spencer Ware is out, would you go with Damian Williams or Chris Carson? If Spencer Ware is out, I'd go with Chris Carson. Yeah, it's really, really. I have him back to back in PPR. It's really, really close, but I think I'd still go. I definitely go Carson and non PPR. Uh huh. Uh, full PPR, I'd still go Carson, but it's really close. I agree. It's really close between them. I'm not going to get too complicated with the quarterbacks here. They are 1 and 2 in the rankings for Dave and Jamie, 1 and 5 for Heath. Mahomes is 1 for everybody. Wilson is an absolute must start. I would just say one la- one thing. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes has played five games without Sammy Watkins, including when he played five snaps at the Rams. He had two massive games. 40 or more fantasy points, and three of his worst games, 25 or fewer fantasy points against Arizona, Baltimore, or the Chargers. Is that matchup, or is that Watkins? Does it make a difference for Mahomes? I think it's more matchup than Watkins. And, like, the the great thing with Patrick Mahomes is when we talk about his worst games, we have to say 25 points or fewer. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're not saying no he's, one's sitting up. he scored you 14. Yeah, it's funny. One of my <laughs> right. finals I have... Mahomes and and Wilson, and those are my top two quarterbacks. You go Mahomes, right? Not close. Okay, uh, Tyreek Hill. Everybody's going to start. Travis Kelsey's everybody. Everybody's going to start. 
you, know, you look at those games without Sammy Watkins, and Conley has caught a touchdown when Mahomes has been good. You know, that's basically what it's been. So is Chris Conley a sleeper for you guys? A good sleeper? No. No, no. not a good sleeper. We I, forgot we forgot a big time action star, by the way. Who? Uh, Uma Thurman and Kill Bill. <laughs> that's actually that that's pretty yeah. yeah, that's a great call, actually. I don't like the Kill Bill movies. What? Uh, I hate you. Um, I will not play the Heath is on music. You are off on that one. <laughs> Chris Conley. <laughs> Uh, not a good sleeper. Okay, I, I'm a little concerned um, that the super duper sleeper might be Kelvin Benjamin. Uh, There's been a lot of talk from Mahomes about getting him worked in, and all the reps he's getting in practice. All right. Well, we're of I course, think it's a bad just, idea. Just a sleeper. But, um. Well, he play him in the showcase. He, they don't have a good tight end, so I guess they need Kelvin Benjamin. Uh, how about the Seattle wide receivers, Baldwin and Lockett? Who do you like better? Are you starting them? Uh, I like them both. I would go Baldwin. Yeah, I, I really hope Kendall Fuller gets that wrist right for the playoffs and sits. Yeah, me too. As Baldwin owner, I'm going to start him in two leagues. It, it's format dependent for me. I like Lockett better in non-PPR. I like Baldwin better in PPR. But they are more high-end number threes for me. So where does Seattle get its points? From the running game? Well, you can, like, they can be a high-end number three and Russell Wilson can still be good. Yeah. Okay, does anybody love Baldwin or Lockett? Um, no, just like. number Good number two wide receivers, especially Baldwin. Sit the Seattle tight ends and sit the DSTs. And we go to Pittsburgh at New Orleans. Wait. Baldwin, Lockett, Galladay. Who's your favorite? Baldwin. Galladay. Lockett. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, forget I asked. I I don't want to play Galladay this week. (laughs) Pittsburgh at New Orleans. Stat of the game. New Orleans claims to have invented uh, the city of New Orleans. Claims to have invented both craps and poker. How about that? What do you uh, what do you play if you can only choose one of craps and poker? You're at the casino in New Orleans. How much time do I have at the casino? You have unlimited poker. The only real game wait, I'm wait. interested in playing at a casino is Texas Hold'em. That's poker. Do I have unlimited money too, or just unlimited time? You have a few hundred bucks. Yeah, it's poker. Yeah, cra- craps will you lose a few hundred bucks in five minutes. Um, New Orleans has not allowed more than 17 points in six straight games, during which they are 5-1. and one. The Steelers have been a little off offensively in their last four games. 17, 30, 21, and 17 points. Uh, what, is this a shootout? Is, are there any doubts in your mind that this is a high-scoring back-and-forth game? I have my, some my only concern now would be what's Juju Smith-Schuster's health. I have some doubt about it being a high-scoring game. If everybody's healthy, it's going to be, this is your bonanza. I can't use it. I've, I, I use Pittsburgh. Recently. Well, you're screwed. I think it's 28-24 New Orleans. I'll go over. I think that's like the ceiling for this game. Ooh. Which they quarterback? Wow. But not by a lot. Which quarterback do you like better? Ben Roethlisberger. If Juju plays. Okay. <laughs> Heath, how about you? I said Breeze. Oh, you said I Breeze. I thought it was funny because I said Breeze at the same time Dave said Roethlisberger and then Jamie said if Juju plays. <laughs> okay, so I said Ben, if Juju plays. 
Uh, all right, all right. There we go. Um, I think nobody knows what's going on right now. Um, and uh, Roethlisberger usually throws about 45 passes on the road, which is great. Let's talk about Jalen Samuels. Chris Connor ex- or James Connor expected to miss this game. Jalen Samuels, how confident are you in him? The Saints allow the third fewest fantasy points to running backs, 3.2 yards per carry to running backs. Uh, yeah, what, what do you think about Samuels? 10. I'll say he's in that six and three quarters range for me. Uh, ten. Must start. Talk it out. Discuss. He's going to get a ton of ton of work, and he's going to be involved in the passing game, and he's going to score a touchdown. Agree. I don't think it's a lock that he scores a touchdown. I agree that he's going to get a lot of work in the passing game. I am not convinced that he will get a lot of work in the rushing game, nor will he do well with it. I have him projected for 19 touches, 105 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, doing for that. doing well with the rushing is key because he had 11 carries for 28 yards against the Raiders and then 19 carries for 142 yards against the Patriots. So who knows? Uh, they, they, they made it pretty clear that he's getting more comfortable as a running back, and I think that's important for him because reps are big. Sure. And even in that bad game against the Raiders, he had seven catches for 64 yards. Right. I'm wondering if he's going to have a game similar to that Raiders game, and which yeah, is going to be awesome for PPR. Yeah, sign me up for that all day. Well, it's not. Well, you'd so, rather have the other. Not game great in standard. So I'll, I'll take both. Just combine them two together. <laughs> Give him 190 total yards and a touchdown. Thir- that'd be yeah, 30 catches. 11 catches. Uh, okay, and uh, let's. What else we got? The Pittsburgh wide receivers. So yeah, if Juju plays, you start him, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, New Orleans, yeah. James Washington will be a sleeper if, if Juju's out. Yeah, the Saints have only allowed two touchdowns to wide receivers in their last six games, but 76 or more yards. Quarterbacks, though. Play crappy quarterbacks, They've placed, yeah, uh, Wentz, Ryan, Dak, Jameis. Yeah, not a good one there. <laughs> Dalton. <laughs> uh, Vance McDonald, starter sit. Sit if you can. Sit. Get him the Real hell matchup. away from your lineup. How much you like Drew Brees this week coming off three bad games in a row on the road before that four great games in a row? He's at home. He is at home. I think this is going to be a tricky matchup for him, but I still have him top 10. I'm going to still start him. I've got him number seven and six point per pass touchdown league. That might be just a little bit more concerned about him in four point per pass touchdown leagues. I'm not sure he has an enormous yardage day. Okay. Brees or Deshaun Watson? Watson. Deshaun. Yep. Breeze or Baker Mayfield? Breeze. Drury. My quarterbacks, seven, eight, nine, go Breeze, Baker, Ben. I would start Baker over Breeze in a four point per touchdown league. Okie dokie. <sighs> Anything else for, for Pittsburgh? No, not for Pittsburgh, obviously. Okay, Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram or Jalen Samuels? Samuels. Samuels. Okay. Mark Ingram or Damian Williams, if we know Spencer Ware is playing. I'm going Williams. If Ware is playing? Yep. Ingram. Ingram. How much do you like Ingram this week? More than the combination of the Chiefs guys. Low end number two. So basically what he always is. Yes. Uh, Marlon Mack or Mark Ingram? Mack. Mack. Dante Pettis or Mark Ingram? Uh, Pettis and PPR. Pettis and non-PPR as well. 
Um, one for Pettis. I'm gonna have to. They are so so close. I'll take Ingram and non Pettis and PPR. Lockett or Ingram. Lockett. Lock it up. <laughs> Ingram and both. <laughs> the old man laugh. Uh, and are we starting any Saints wide receivers other than Michael Thomas? Traquan, if you're desperate. I am not. Okay. No Ben Watson. No, but, although he made a couple nice plays last week. Yeah, Pittsburgh stinks he, against tight ends. Except he's not, that, he's not that far from Vance McDonald. I've got him back-to-back. All right. Sit the DSTs in this game. I'll go out on a limb and say that. Our next game is Houston to Philadelphia. We'll tell you about the Texans and the Eagles right after this. What's up, everyone? I want to tell you about a car that you are going to love. Check it out. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, I love that, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. So let's say you're ready to take the family on a camping trip or something like that. The Santa Fe is perfect for you. You've got all-wheel drive. You can load everyone up in the third row. It's time to start being adventurous, and you need the right car, and that's the Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. All right, Houston at Philadelphia, stat of the game. Only Kansas City allows more passing yards than Philadelphia. That's number one. And stat of the game number two, the Eagles have allowed 15 or more fantasy points in non-PPR. That's a lot. To a running back in six straight games. 15 or more in non-PPR in six straight games to a running back. Four running backs have scored 30 or more fantasy points in those six games in, in PPR. Um, but like I said, could get a big-time defensive tackle and a middle linebacker back this week. So, yeah, how do you feel about the Texans' offense? You guys have Deshaun Watson pretty, pretty high. He is like a top-six quarterback, I believe. Yeah, fifth, fifth, and sixth for Jamie Dave Heath. I think it's going to be a game where he has to throw. I don't see Lamar Miller having a great game. I think the Eagles will actually score on the Texans. And so I think this is going to be a situation where they may be chasing points. I think there's an outside shot that he finishes as the number one quarterback this week. He's Why? got that kind of upside because this isn't a – 25 pass attempt type game. Why? Okay, I, I'm i not disagreeing, but I think it's interesting that you say that considering Nick Foles is playing quarterback and and they're not going to be able to run the ball, you'd think. Did you see Nick Foles last week? I did see Nick Foles last week. He played great. Did you? And you did know you? the Texans don't have a good pass defense. I am aware of that. Uh, like I said, I'm not disagreeing, but to hear you guys say that might, might take some people by surprise. They're not um, going to be able to run the ball. I don't want to start Nick Foles at all, but in FanDuel or or DraftKings, he is one of my top value plays at the quarterback position. I think he's going to have a pretty good day. Yeah. I see that. And they're going to score points, and so Watson's going to throw more, and the Eagles have a terrible, terrible pass defense. That is true. Okay. Why not feeling it for Lamar Miller? Splitting carries could be a tougher matchup. Not at 100%. And I still feel like he's got a low ceiling. Okay. Miller or, yeah. or Mark Ingram? I think I have Miller right Ingram. now, and I might change it. I have Ingram and PPR. I have them, I think, actually 
like literally projected for the same exact number of points in non PPR. Okay. Uh, starter sit DeAndre Hopkins. Hmm. <laughs> starter. I did a poll for 2019. Who do you think the number one wide receiver will be? Hopkins, Adams, Julio Jones, or other? Who do you think is winning that? Other. Who do I think is I would assume Hopkins. Other. I don't know who's running away. Nah, it's Hopkins. No, it's Adams. It's Hopkins? Hopkins? Yep. Would you like to know the results of our poll so far? Yeah. It is... Let's, let's do it after, after this game. After this game, Jamie. Let's continue right. here. Demarius Thomas. So if you like Deshaun Watson a lot, what do you think about Demarius Thomas? He had six catches for 59 yards on eight targets at the Jets last week. The way number three. I think he could be right in that same exact range this week. Not a bad... Number three or flex. Who are the waiver wire wide receivers that you that you might be comparing Demarius Thomas to this week? Like Pettis, Foster, Foster, Foster's a good one. I think Chris Hogan now. Yep. So where's Demarius with them? Behind them for me. Yeah, he's behind Deshaun. He's behind Foster. Um, I think he's very similar to Larry Fitzgerald personally. All right, so Nick Foles is uh, about 20th in the rankings, as Heath said. He said it well. You don't want to start him, but he's got a lot of upside. Are you looking at any Philadelphia running backs in this game? The Texans have allowed seven seven rushing touchdowns to running backs in their last seven games, but not a lot of yards. It just feels Bessie. You, you got lucky with the Adams touchdown last week. He was battling a back injury. You wonder if he's just not used to this workload and maybe just wearing down a little bit over the last few weeks. He doesn't do anything in the passing game. Sproles will be a problem. Smallwood looks like he's going to be a problem. If you can avoid it, avoid it. Yeah, I, like I would start Josh Adams over any Dolphin. I would start. Oh, I'd Josh, start Balage over him. I'd start Balage over him. I would start Josh Adams over any Lion. With you there. I would start him over James White non PPR. I'd Not start him either. over any Bill. Not with you there. <laughs> uh, Alshon Jeffrey, like or love? Love. Gotta love. How do you compare Alshon Jeffrey to like Jalen Samuels, Damian Williams, those behind dudes? them, behind them? But I don't know if it's terribly far behind them. Or, I would like Damian Williams with Spencer Ware is very close to Alshon Jeffrey for me. I would take Jeffrey. Jeffrey or Robbie Anderson? Robbie. Robbie. I'll take Alshon. That's close. Any interest in Golden Tate? No. Not really. He's basically Demarius Thomas. Starter sit Zach Ertz. Start him. We'd start him. He had end zone targets last week. I know the numbers weren't great, but he's still a big part of what they do. Great. Another good matchup. Um, oh, yeah, this is the stat I had on Ertz. He has seven or more targets in 12 of 14 games this season. There have been five tight ends with seven or more targets against the Texans, and all five of them have scored a touchdown. So that bodes well. Texans DST. Very different rankings here. 14th for Jamie, 13th for Dave, 6th for Heath. Heath Island. What are you thinking, Heath? Texans DST. Yeah, the Texans DST. I didn't hear what you were talking about. I wasn't, wasn't paying attention Heath's to Heath's last show. At all. It's not my last show. I know. Um, I still think the Texans defense is going to get some sacks. I still think the Texans defense has a chance to get a turnover against Nick Foles, but I think they're going to give up some points. So it probably depends on your scoring format, but I, I still like him okay. Jamie, how are we doing with the uh, Twitter poll? Sure. Um, we are over 1,000 votes already. Ooh. 
And getting a lot of uh, why is Tony Stark and Indiana Jones in the same category as John McClane for action movie character? <laughs> okay, good. Um, valid question. The vote-ins have been for, as expected, John Wick, Ethan Hunt. Um, that was the one suggest somebody suggested. Uh, I, I wish I remember Uma Thurman's character from Kill Bill. Um, somebody suggested Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean. Uh, Snake Plissken. Well, what are the what are the Twitter results like? How much for McLean? How much for other? Uh, Indiana Jones is winning with forty two percent. No, no, ridiculous. John McLean's at thirty one percent, and Tony Stark is at twenty one percent. What's wrong with you people? Okay, Minnesota at Detroit. That's a thirteen thousand votes. In their last thirteen hundred votes, excuse me. <laughs> in their last four games, the Lions have allowed only two touchdowns to wide receivers, and both of those wide receivers were named Robert. Minnesota does not have a wide receiver named Robert. Um, yeah, that's your stat of the game. So I guess you have to sit Diggs and Thielen. Uh, LOL. Okay, let's talk about the Vikings and Cousins. And you guys have him pretty low. 15th for Jamie, 19th for Dave, 18th for Heath. I know he's not playing well, but this is a great matchup. Yeah, no no faith in Cousins here? Just for reference, Sportsline has, them, has him at five. Ah, yeah, I, I think the Harrison injury matters here because I think he'll throw enough. The last time he faced them, he scored like eight fantasy points, but he completed 18 of 22 passes. And last week he completed, what, 17 of 21? 14, 14 of 21, 21, but averaged over 10 yards. He played well last week. Yeah. Um, the problem is he, I think what happened last week is what we were afraid was going to happen last week. Mike Zimmer won the power struggle. They are going to run the ball and play defense. And I don't ever want to start a quarterback that I think is going to throw it 25 times or fewer. Yeah, he even said as much on the conference call with the media in Detroit. He he said, listen, we were throwing the ball 66% of the time. It was too much. We're going to keep doing what we're doing. And you also have an offense that's probably not going to score very much on the other side of the field. So how do you feel about Dalvin Cook this week? He's a must-start guy. Not to the same heights like we saw last week, unless Harrison is out. If Harrison is out, then he could do what he did last week. Samuels or... Yeah, if Harrison's out, Cook is like... Absolute stud, but Samuels or um, Cook if Harrison plays. Cook, Cook in non PPR, Samuels PPR. Samuels for me and both. Well, I mean, Cook's pretty good in the. He only had one catch last week, but, but I think that's the change in the offense. Okay, okay, that, that's and also fair. how the game will go. But I, I obviously at this point, I don't think a lot of people are benching Dalvin Cook. Right, my goodness, if Harrison, if like if Harrison doesn't play, remember this was this was the best matchup in fantasy, I think. Uh, before that trade, so sure could, could be a big. If game Harrison game. doesn't play, Alvin Cook's a top ten running back. He might be top, top five. five. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. just that, that's how good we saw him look last week. Uh, all right, are you going to start both Minnesota wide receivers? I know it's a silly question, but look, Thielen, Thielen's been disappointing lately. You have to. I mean, it, it, it's one of those things where he he's one of the guys that we could have talked about, right? Right. Being concerned with, um, but yeah, it's it's if if you're getting. 20, like he suggested, 25 or fewer pass attempts, they're both going to have to score with minimal catches. And I don't well, like, like if you get, if, if Thielen had the Aldrick Robinson touchdown last week, it feels a lot better, even though the catches are down. So you wouldn't start like Alshon Jeffrey over them, one of them? The, I would I guess, start Alshon over Adam Thielen. Yeah, I would be tempted to. Uh, yeah, I, I, the only way I would do it is if you feel like you need to have the highest ceiling play, because I still feel like Thielen has a higher floor. Kyle Rudolph starts it? No. And are you starting any Lions? I'm not. I'm starting Galladay. I'm starting Galladay, too. 
Galladay or Galladay or Thielen? Thielen. I go Diggs, Galladay, Thielen. Yeah, Thielen easily for me. Uh, Galladay was bad against them the first time that they played each other. He was bad two games prior to last week, and he's probably going to see three guys covered. Yeah, they did have Marvin Jones the first time they faced him. They uh, did. But we know how good Xavier Rhodes is. I, I think what I was talking about on Wednesday with Heath in this matchup, uh, the you know the good wide receivers, they don't have huge games, uh, but Adams and Michael Thomas, like they both scored. Well, Thomas had 5 for 81. Adams had like 65 yards and a touchdown in both games. Josh those Gordon guys have healthy quarterbacks. I mean, Stafford's playing with a back injury. Yeah. A bad offensive line. You saw what the Vikings did to the Dolphins' offensive line last week. They ragdolled them. Yeah, there's eight or nine sacks. Yeah, it's going to be brutal for this team. Start the Vikings DST. Tampa Bay is at Dallas. I already gave you the stat of the game. It's about Dak Prescott and how he's not running at all. So I know you guys like Dak better than Winston. Um, Winston, we're going to call a sit, although Heath has him 13th. What about Dak? Like, Who would you start Prescott over other than Winston? Cousins. Darnold. Rivers, not in that order. I would not start him over Baker. You said he said who would you start Dak over? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm listening to the guys that I would take over Dak. I would start Dak over Tom Brady. I would start him over Kirk Cousins. I would start him over Philip Rivers. I would start him over Cousins as well. I would start him over Jameis, Josh Allen, Foles, and Cody Kessler. Yeah, I like Dak. I don't love Dak. Okay, fair. Uh, Peyton Barber, starter set. Sit if you can. Yeah. yeah. Too, too many good I'm running back here. options out there. You should be able to pick up somebody better than uh, Peyton Barber. And he, look, he scores he a an lot. okay but, non-PPR flex. Right, yeah. The Cowboys are very good against running backs, despite what we saw last week. Uh, your, your thoughts on the Tampa Bay wide receivers? Well, let me, let me ask a general question. Other than Evans and Cooper, are you starting any wide receivers in this game? Humphreys is the only one I would consider. And he's a, a high end number three. Agreed. And uh, and Bray. Cameron Bray. Mm-hmm. You like him this week? Like, don't love. I think he scores. I think that's Jameis's only touchdown. Would you go with Cameron Bray or Chris Herndon? Bray. Bray. Um. Herndon and PPR. I'll, I'll go with Bray and non Herndon and PPR. How about Cameron Bray or, or Blake Jarwin? I'll go Braid over Jarwin in PPR, but it's very close there. Non-PPR, it's not as close. It's Braid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Uh, Dallas hasn't been great against tennis. You're, but no. Braid is a touchdown or bust guy because he doesn't get a lot of volume. He doesn't get a lot of yards. Yeah. He's a risk, but you know most of the tight ends that you're going to consider this week are going to be risky. Yeah, Dave and Jamie have Jarwin as a top 14 tight end. Heath does not have him in the top 24. He's had seven targets, two straight games. He's clearly involved. He's involved, but he's had seven targets in two straight games when Dak has had to throw a lot. And that's the only thing that makes me nervous about Jarwin is that this could be a Ezekiel Elliott game. Dak throws 20 times. Jarwin gets four targets. Could you see yourself being loaded at receiver and, and getting away from Evans or Cooper? Or are they like basically must-starts? You'd have to be super loaded to get away from Evans. I don't think there's any getting away from Coop. I yeah, I would rather I'd rather start Cooper than Evans. But I like I guess I could start Alshon over Evans. Okay. Dallas DST is top ten is ninth ninth for Jamie, tenth for Dave, sixteenth for Heath. So again, I think there are better options that you can probably find 
out there on the waiver wire. Chicago's at San Francisco, and your stat of the game. Oh, here's a fun one. No tight end has had 50 receiving yards against the Bears this year. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. You start, Kittle. Rank the running backs in the Chicago-San Francisco battle. Tyreek Cohen, Jordan Howard, Matt Breida. Cohen, Breida, Howard. Uh, Cohen, Howard, Breida, Wilson. Okay. In PPR, I'll take Breida over, over Howard. So, how many of them are starts? Cohen. The Bears. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm probably starting Breida as well. I just fear Breida getting hurt again mid-game. He probably will. And then he'll come back. I'm trying to find uh, the stat. There have been nine running backs with 15 or more carries against the Niners. Only two of them rushed for more than 70 yards. That's amazing. Uh, How many? They've allowed a lot of touchdowns lately, Five of those, yes. Um, In their last five games, the 49ers have allowed seven running backs to score 12 or more fantasy points in PPR. Um, I don't know if they've allowed a lot of touchdowns lately. Uh, Lamar got scored right against here. them. Carson they, scored against them. Penny scored against them. Yeah, they have a lot of touchdown in four straight games. Yeah. Three of them inside the three. Right. So, so you're like you're hoping for that for Howard. He's getting a lot of work lately. He has 16 to 19 carries in four of his last five games. That's why I had that stat about the nine running backs with 15 or more carries against the Niners. But this is a good run defense, and unless they play Seattle. Um, well, again though, since they've lost Foster, it hasn't been the same. They were great before when Foster was playing. I mean, honestly, it's been a little up and down. They, like they were great against Saquon Barkley and Philip Lindsay without Reuben Foster, but um, you know, I don't, I'll, we don't have to debate that. I, no, they're right. still very good. To, it's to, just they, they were they were better. Tariq Cohen, he he always scares me because he doesn't get that many touches. Like, how confident are you in starting Tariq Cohen? Fairly confident. Eight out of ten. Six. I'll say seven. Cohen or Jalen Samuels? Samuels. Cohen or... Samuels and PPR. Oh, sorry. Cohen or Coleman? You like Cohen better in non-PPR than Jalen Samuels? Yes. Uh, Kevin Coleman and both. Uh, Coleman and both. Okay. Cohen or uh, Marlon Mack? Mack. Mack. Uh, I'll go Cohen and PPR, Mack and non all right, makes sense. Do you like Mitchell Trubisky? I've got him as a top 12 quarterback this week. Yep. I think we all do. I think he can do what he did last week. Uh, you think he's a good player to compare to Prescott? Who do you like better? I think they're probably close, right? Trubisky. Trubisky. Yeah, they're but they close. Are, they're back-to-back, so yes, they're close. Okay, yeah, we know San Francisco not so good against running backs. And then just, just to talk a little bit more about Brita, um, you know. Heath, you seem to be the most excited about starting Matt Breida. Yeah, he like there is risk that he has like what happened in Seattle the first time, and he plays ten snaps and gets hurt again. And I may rank him a little too high based on that risk, but man, he's just been awesome. This is a great run defense, though. My goodness. This is uh, arguably the, the best. I mean, I think the same. Well, that's a banged-up defense. In it's, the secondary. I think a trap game, and it's in San Francisco. Yeah. Well, the run defense isn't banged up, though, right? No, it's just the secondary's banged up. Yeah. Um, 
There's a lot of factors in play that you should avoid. Bringing. How about the wide receivers? Who's the best wide receiver in this game? Pettis. Yeah, I'm yeah. not. I'm not he's like he's the one that you'll be the most confident in. I'm not sitting Pettis. I mean, I, I don't have a choice. You know, he's he's one of my better guys in the league that I'm in. It's kind of a deeper league, but I think he could be solid. I don't expect a huge game. Yeah, Pettis is a start. Allen Robinson's a borderline number two. How about uh, Trey Burton? Obviously, Kittle's a start. Trey Burton. Low end starting tight end. Yeah, I don't want to, but I understand why you might. I'd rather start Najoku or Herndon. Okay, and then uh, who's a better desperation play, Nick Mullins or Nick Foles? Foles. Ah, I've got them back to back. I I think I kind of like Mullins better. I like Foles a lot better. Atlanta's at Carolina. Okay, let's start with the Panthers and knock them out. Just Christian McCaffrey? There it is. Just McCaffrey. Yep. Matt Ryan is what this week? Top five quarterback. Start him. Ryan or Roethlisberger? Well, I guess that depends if Julio's in or out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he'll, he'll play. Ryan or – he always plays. Ryan or Roethlisberger? Ryan. Roethlisberger slightly. Roethlisberger. Now, I know Heath knows this from Fantasy Jeopardy, but Dave and Jamie, are you aware that Matt Ryan is the number two quarterback in fantasy this year? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, you are now, obviously, since I told you. No, that shocked me when I saw that. You know what would have been a better way to find out if they were aware is ask them a question without saying, are you aware? And then giving the answer. I mean, it would have been pretty obvious. What do you mean? Like a Jeopardy-style question? Yes. What was it? Like this pigskin passer. Um. All right. We talked about Tevin Coleman earlier. They're pretty excited about Tevin Coleman. Any other wide receiver other than Julio Jones? I mean, nope. Ridley's a number three receiver. I don't even think he's that. I don't want to trust him away from the dome. How about... A, yeah, go good, ahead. A pretty good secondary. I think I asked you guys this yesterday, but I had forgotten your answer. Would you start a running back in the Jets-Packers game or Tevin Coleman? Coleman. Uh, Coleman. I'll take... I think I'm McGuire ahead of Coleman. Hey, speaking of Jets-Packers game, one question I forgot to ask was, uh, hey, what's going on here? (laughs) Hold on. So, guys, the Jets and the Packers play tomorrow. Or Sunday. This game's on Sunday. (laughs) And uh, what I was going to ask about that game is Bonanza! Who could have seen that coming? (laughs) Well, you, because you were watching him like struggle to find the sound. <laughs> I don't know why the app didn't work. I had to shut it down and then restart the app. I have no idea why I'm picking this game. The running yeah, backs. I think that that's a I love it. call. The running backs it. are going to be good. Robbie Anderson and Devontae Adams are going to be good. Um, Rodgers is going to be great. So I think what we need then is at least one, maybe two out of Sam Darnold and the tight ends. I no, no, if you get if you get Rodgers, Williams, Adams, McGuire, and Anderson, you've nailed it. What if I get four of those five? No. <laughs> okay, fine. I accept the challenge. Rams are at the Cardinals. Is our last game. Oh, Falcons DST is uh, top is eighth or ninth for everybody. So, it might be the best DFS play at that position. Uh, I think. Yeah. Who did I go with? I think I went with the Dolphins. They're extremely cheap. They are priced like Cam's playing. Oh, I did play. I did play the Falcons. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, uh, Rams and Cardinals, stat of the game. Arizona has allowed double-digit fantasy points in non-PPR, 
to multiple wide receivers in the same game only once this season. They are pretty bad against number one receivers, just as they were against Brandon Cooks. They are pretty great against everyone else. Um, so the tough calls in this game will be will be the wide receivers, uh, I guess. I don't know. The tough call in this game will be if we find out Sunday morning that Todd Gurley is going to be a yeah. game time. I, I, I swear, to, I, I cannot believe. Like it is week sixteen. I think the worst thing I've done all year is not talk about the Todd Gurley situation earlier. Like it's it's inexcusable. So what do you do if Todd Gurley doesn't play? I mean, it obviously depends on who's on your roster. You know, if you were able to pick up Elijah McGuire, Jamal Williams. That's an easy replacement because those guys should be good. The The bigger issue is who's the better backup Rams running back. That, I think, is the tougher call for people that have picked up John Kelly or potentially C.J. Anderson. Yeah, I'm going with C.J. Anderson. Are you really? I might have to start him in my Todd Gurley league. Like it doesn't so That's seem... your only choice? Uh, no, I could probably start like Calvin Ridley or something like that. Oh, I'd play Ridley. Um, well... Over C.J. Anderson? I uh, I don't know if it makes sense for C.J. Anderson to be the main guy for the Rams. I, I put it this way: if Todd Gurley doesn't play, I actually don't really want a running back. That's how I feel. And I oh, and I fully I, expect I one to score. To. I don't know if I can. Well, there, there, again, the matchup is so great. There are people that may not have a choice. That right. Only so place I, running back, and that's back. why I'd go with Kelly. If if that's your choice, is just the backup Rams guys? I'd go Kelly also, but it's going to be a mess. One of them is going to score. Like that's the you know one of them is going to score. Um, yeah, it could be that Kelly's the the guy between the twenties, and then Anderson's the one at the goal line, just based on size. It could be Kelly's passing game. Could be, I, I mean, it would be messy, but I would prefer Kelly over Anderson. I'm sure most people would. I, I sort of got the indication that they didn't love John Kelly. Like that he just wasn't ready. Um, I think a lot of what the C.J. Anderson signing though is is about is Justin Davis. Yeah, right. Uh, but now Gurley didn't practice yesterday, and here we are. Um, how about I mean, he says he's going to play? He also says he hasn't run this week, but he says he's going to play. How about Goff and the wide receivers? I think Goff is a low end starter. The receivers you should be starting. Reynolds is a number three guy, best. Goff or Trubisky? I have Goff a spot higher. I have I, Trubisky a spot higher. I have Goff a spot higher. Would you start Brandon Cooks or? Give me one second here. I got. I got to find a good one. Tariq Cohen or Brandon Cooks. Cohen. Yeah, I think I feel a little bit better about Cohen. Cohen. Okay. It, it, here's the thing. If Jared Goff is good, Josh Reynolds has a good chance to be good. I mean, like last week. So he's not a bad sleeper. He's. I mean, he's, I will like Reynolds better if Gurley is out. Yeah, I could see that. And then for Arizona, I mean, we already talked about David. John- we did the start meter. David Johnson and Larry Fitzgerald. Um, David Johnson or Brandon Cooks? Johnson. 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 David Johnson or Joe Mixon? I still have Mixon higher. Uh, Mixon. Yeah, I've got Mixon one spot higher. They're I mean, both in tough spots. They're in very similar spots now. Yeah, Mixon's a better play. Arizona does have a... Or the Rams have a terrible run defense. They don't give up a ton of fantasy points, but they, they're like 4.8 yards per carry. But, of course, you worry about the score. Um, and then Larry Fitzgerald we talked about earlier. Decent start. I think we're kind of split on Fitzgerald, right? Yeah, I don't really want to. Okay. Uh, he's a low-end starter. 
Guys, uh, that is it for week 16, start this or is, this sit. He's my show, right? Yeah, Heath, thanks for participating all year. Hey, you know, Heath, you know what you say, Adam? Wait, before uh, you do that. Goodbye. Yep. Uh, we'll talk about the uh, Rams running back situation on the mailbag, so please tune into the mailbag show. Uh, bye, Dave? No, 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 no. no, no. no.